they're running around with a cheap knockoff version of the Bible. It, it's like the coloring book Bible. It, it's a Bible that once you put it to the test, once you test it with the fire, easily burns up. It's just a knockoff version of the Bible. I would say a knockoff version of the King James, but that's the previous Bible to have. The new one, the new one has like the updated firmware version. You know, the firmware that sometimes our phones get and then it's actually bad and there's a big recall and a lot of people complain. This is this is what this Bible is. It's not even a knockoff of the King James Version. It's a bad firmware update to the previous one they had, the New World Translation. So unfortunately, this Bible happens to take a toll on their innocence, right? Because they're blind. They're blind to what the Bible really is. So it's unfortunate, and I found elders, and even amongst my group, I found decent human beings that were just trying to help people. But what you realize is that this isn't, an elder body isn't there to help people. That's something that was a, a misconceived notion. I had it was a preconceived notion, but it was also misconceiving in this, in the sense that I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I it wasn't. It's not a an elder body. It's not a group meant to help the members of the congregation. It's meant to implement the rules set forth by the governing body. That's what it is. And, and you don't realize that till you finally, again, till you finally take a look behind the curtains. You're not there to help people. I found myself in many situations where I was trying to help people, help the young people, help the people my age, middle-aged people, help older people, and that's just not what we're there to do. We're not there to take care of our neighbor. We're there to implement the rules and regulations of the governing body. And... Uh, I couldn't understand that because that's that's not what I thought was this religion. Until you finally realize it is, it's like, wait a minute. That's the same thing that Jesus Christ said. That's serving men. I shouldn't fear men. So the politics, the politics are extreme. They're, they're fairly evident. And they were evident from the get-go. They were, it was bad. And the way they would slice and dice the elders to a majority versus a minority and the majority would always implement their ideas. And there's, there's no taking away from that. It's not like they ever will side with the minority. They don't. They just side. Like there was, there was one. i give you one example. There was one elder that would always side with the main elder, which is called the coordinator of the body of elders. And the reason he sided with them, in his words, because, because he's the main elder. So his reason was because he's the main elder, I side with him all the time. And he was unbashful to say it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah, that's why. It's not because he would read the Bible. It's not because he would even read the instructions of the governing body. It was just because he just believed in the main elder so much. He was blinded by him. Very, very unapologetic, honestly. I think that's exa that was exactly the, the attitude he'd carry. Very unapologetic about it. Uh, and, and that's why he decided to always implement his decisions based off of him. 
And so the other guy, his BFF, they formulated this three-man strongman group. And I wouldn't say his BFF, but I mean, they always would side with him. And that's why it became a majority. But the body changes. So, you know, how there could be a majority one day. It could be they, the majority could become a minority the next day. But at least in what I saw, there was a majority the time I was there. And they would always side one way. There was another case where they were going to expel a person. And one in the majority decided to say, decided to start being a free thinker. Became a little rogue in the night. A little free thinker. They all found themselves in a judicial committee. And they were about to hand down the sentence to kick one of the members out, which is called an expulsion. Well, this one elder of the majority decided to John McCain the thing. He, he, he decided to do the, the finger down thing, the thumb down action. A little maverick he was, and it didn't go so well. Now, the majority went against him, his majority crew, and said, no, no, that's not what you're going to do. And he said, oh, my apologies. My, my apologies. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. I, you know what? I'll decide no. I'll decide no. No discipline for him. In a split second, he decided the fate of a person. He decided the next an average two years, uh, the next two years of a person's life to kick him out, destroy his family. And the next thing you know, because his uh, buddies say no, he's, oh, <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> what was I thinking? I take it back. I take it back. It's foolish. It's not God-directed. It just goes to show that how how God is so far removed from this kind of logic. And it shows that the decisions that people like in leadership take are oftentimes, if not, these people are shooting from the hip. There was no God-given direction, no parting of the clouds, not even a prayer that goes into these, at least a, a, a sincere prayer, nothing. Just shooting from the hip, deciding the fate of a, of, of a person and their family for the next couple of years of their lives off of shooting from the hip. Oh, let's see what my buddies say. There's nothing God directed about this. There's nothing divine about this. Completely human. Another thing that I noticed off the bat was how conflict-prone they were. I know that not all people are the same. And I could tell you that not all body of elders, like you would find a body of elders in other religions, are not conflict-prone. At least the one that I formulated was. Now, a person might say, well, that was your, just your case. Except I asked around. Except I know elders from other congregations, and I know how prone they are. And everybody says the same thing, except I, I had a good relationship with what's the leader of the elders, which is the circuit overseer, and his was the same thing. On one occasion, he tried to lie to me and tell me, no, this never happens. This never happens. 
But then I ask others, the teachers of the circuit overseers, and they say, yes, this happens all the time. So it's, it was a flat-out lie. And I, I know what it is because I I know the in and outs of many of these congregations, and I know how conflict-prone they are, and I know how their gossip gets around. And yes, they are very conflict-prone. These aren't things that I thought happened inside of this religion, right? It's, it's, there's a, there's a um, wording in the Bible that says, what does the light have to do with darkness? What does light have to do with darkness? Nothing. They're complete opposites. In this religion, conflict it abounds. Conflict follows the elders wherever they go and amongst themselves. They put on this facade, at least in this congregation, they would put on a facade in front of the people, which is a lie if you think about it. It's a flat-out lie because you're misleading people you're convincing them that you're a united body, and this is what they say. This is what they say from the from the podium. They, they tell them these things. They gaslight them, telling them we love each other, we're very united, and yet, and yet, when they're in private, they hate each other, they yell at each other, they they call themselves names. These people would would mock their own wives. They'd criticize their own wives in front of each other. So it's it's very conflict prone just it was it was a very big turnoff for me because i'm not that kind of person i don't look for conflict in my life i don't need it and i'm in the mindset that i rather have positive thinking people around me than negative thinking people it goes back to why we do uh, the, why i personally do this podcast i don't like talking about bad things but I do think that there is a responsibility on my behalf. Having seen behind the curtain, I feel that I need to reveal what I saw because I wish someone would have done that for me. I wish somebody, someone would have shown me what was behind the curtain before I had dedicated so much of my life to trying to get to, get to the point where I could see behind the curtain because I, I understand that I've wasted a lot of years in my life. Now, I don't regret it. Because I have this ability now, I have this key where I could help someone. And if you're out there and you're listening and you want to know what it's like, well, this is what it's like. This is what it's like behind the curtain. So there were very, so we go back. They were very conflict prone. And that's what elders are. They, they fight amongst each other. They debate. They quarrel about terminology. So they'll look at a sentence and then they will quarrel about that sentence for half an hour and everybody gives their opinion on what this, this sentence means. And it's not the Bible. It's not the Bible. It, it's, it's directions being handed down by the governing body and they quarrel about these directions. They fight about these directions. It's insane. So there's these letters that come down from the governing body, these secret letters, not allowed. Members can't see these letters. But the elders get them, and then they quarrel about what each sentence, what each word, what each adjective, what each noun, what every single little, the, 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 but, but what point the period was placed. They fight about these words as if these words were the law. They're, it's just man-made words. And I think I had mentioned that twice, and they, they looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> 
So there were moments where I I tell them, say, hey, these are just words. And they look at me with distaste in their eye. Like, how how dare you? You know, (laughs) that kind of look. How dare you? I dare. I dare. They're just words. Well, that's what it is. They debate. This is the debating that they do. They they quarrel and they debate about what the secret elder book means. They quarrel and debate about what the letters that are being handed down from the governing body mean. And and, and this is a funny thing that happened to me. They would quarrel about one letter, and then there was an adjustment letter that would follow be followed up by, to that letter. And the next week, the next week, the letter would come in, and what they'd realize. They wouldn't admit it, but what they wouldn't accept last week, now they're forced to accept it, and then they would pretend like they didn't quarrel for two hours the previous week about nonsense, and now they realize they're wrong. It's, <laughs> it's very childish. You're fighting about things that will get an update. You'll have your Microsoft cumulative package come in, and it will... It will render your argument useless, but conflict-prone. They're very conflict-prone. It gets tiresome, especially for a person that just wants to think positive, that sees the glass half full. It, it, <laughs> it's insane. It, it's, goodness sakes. I was, I was there at times, and it's like, get me out. Like, I'd hope the ground would just open up and swallow me whole, like, I cannot take any of this. It's, it's senseless. Another thing that it was, was that I felt that it was a lot like freelance work. But in this kind of work, the work wasn't being divided proportionally. I was a person that was very active. And they kept piling and piling and piling responsibilities on me, but responsibilities that they didn't want to do. For example... Going to to give a discourse in another congregation was something that the the elders just frowned upon. They just didn't want to go. They didn't want to be bothered helping other congregations. They only wanted to help themselves. So if they wanted to give a talk, it was only here, here. So let me assign, and it would flat out. The main elder would come to me and tell me, just assign me here. Just assign me here because I, and his useless excuses was, I feel like I help better here. <laughs> yeah, I can say the same thing. I could, I could say opinions all day long too. It's not how it works. So the rules of the governing body is uh, divide each person proportionally and send them out to give discourses at other congregations, not the case here. And that's how I learned was actually the case with, with every single other congregation. Every single elder that would come and give a talk, would, as soon as the last sentence was given, guy wouldn't even stay a minute longer. He'd walk off the podium and take off because he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to travel on a weekend 20 miles, 30 miles from home, Talk to a bunch of people he doesn't know, doesn't care to know, 
and lose his entire weekend. They didn't want that. And it was evident. It was evident in the way they prepared. It was evident in the way they didn't stay. And the same thing goes for, uh, you know, I, <laughs> the elders in my congregation were no excuse. We're, they were the same thing. They just they didn't, did not want to go. So the work wasn't being divided proportionally. They didn't want to go. They found, they found their ways out of it. So they would use the ministerial servants, especially ministerial servants that would serve under them in their groups, and they would use these helpers, these personal helpers. They're basically their secretary is what it is. And they would use them to do the work they didn't want to do. So they would grab them and they would say, hey, you know, God has blessed you with some additional duties. How would you like to go to off into nowhere land an hour away and give a talk? Oh, and, you know, they're, they're green in the eyes still. These ministerial servants, they're, they're still new. They want to make a name for themselves. So they're, still, they're, they're, they're hungry. You know, they're hungry to grow in the ladder. So they're more than eager. I was like that. I was like that. They're, they're eager and they're willing. And they also understand that when an elder tells you to do something, you never say no. There's no saying no. You just can't. There is, there is no, well, let me think about it. Nope. It's yes or no. And then I'll make that clear with you. Let your yes say be yes, no. They use that uh, no say no and be a no. They use the words of Jesus Christ out of context, and they apply it to every context in the world. Your yes, yes, your no, no. And that's what it is. So, yeah, they hate it. They hate they dis- they dislike so much to go out and give talks. That's just what it was. So I noticed that right off the bat, that... They weren't being genuine. They weren't being genuine in, in their interests. They were doing things against their will. And they do these things against their will because they like the power. They like the position. The position comes with praise, comes with uh, respect to your name, prestige, and your name. And they like that. So that's another thing I noticed. When you have people like this, you also start to see who the narcissists are. You start to see who the narcissists are because the narcissists try and weasel their way out of additional work. They try and hand off the work to their, to their secretaries, their ministerial servants. And this was, uh, this was no, no exception. Another disheartening thing that I noticed while being an elder was that the tribal mentality that this organization creates was multiplied, was amplified in, in, in a major way within the elders themselves because they would divide themselves into factions, into the political groups. It goes back to what Jesus said in Matthew 6.24, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve two masters because you'll love one, you'll hate the other. And you realize that that happened. That happened once they would divide themselves. They weren't there to serve the body. They were there to serve the factions and make good with the factions. And once that happens, well, you can't serve. You can't serve a divided body. 
you could serve one of the factions and you hate the other faction. And that's exactly what would happen. They would create, they would amplify the tribal mentality that already exists within Jehovah's Witnesses. They have a tribal mentality between the world, every other religion, every other person that doesn't subscribe to their belief system and themselves. It's, it, it's a tribal mentality. They're one tribe, and the entire world encompasses the other tribe. The entire world. Imagine that. Well, inside the nucleus, inside the body of elders, this is amplified within themselves. So if there's five people, three people become one tribe, two people become another tribe, and the both tribes, they, they quarrel. <laughs> they fight amongst each other. Two idiot small tribes fighting about insignificant, irrelevant matters to the entire world and to the congregation as a whole. They debate about useless nothingness, just nothing. <laughs> well, this tribal mentality is something that it's just, it's a poison. It's a poison in any group. It's a poison in any friendship. And it's a poison inside the Jehovah's Witnesses. The fact that they don't do away with this just shows how man-made it all is. It's just human beings being what human beings are. Political, narcissistic, just imperfect human beings. Not all humans, of course, but... Some, <laughs> some, at least these, especially inside religious groups. Uh, what we find inside the Jehovah's Witness elder position, it's not what you think. It's, it's very different. And only someone that has ever uh, been able to piece together the puzzle will be able to explain this to you. But I, I do do this part because I do remember... When, when I saw all this, I wish someone, someone would have shown me this before. I wish there was somewhere where I could have gone and objectively seen what it was to be an elder. Because I didn't realize this. They, they painted it in a way that it's prestigious, that it's a respectable position, that it comes with a, lot, a good name, and it's a, a glory-filled position. Sure, it, it, it kind of is amongst themselves. But once you realize you're just being manipulated, you're just being used as a pawn to implement the rules of a governing body of men that, for, for the most part, don't even know the Bible themselves. I, I honestly believe they do not. The governing body does not know the Bible. I, do, I don't think they read it much because the way they explain things, it, it's as if a someone that doesn't read it. They, they read it out of context. Everything is out of context all the time. And in order for it not to be out of context, you would have to read the whole verse, and you would have to read the whole chapter, and you would have to read the whole book, the whole letter, the whole song, the whole poem. You would have to read everything. And they don't do that. They never do that. So it leads me to think that they are people that do not read it, do not read the Bible. Uh, um, but who knows? I mean, I'm just, it's, it's, I'm just assuming, right? 
because I'm trying to piece together why they think the way they think, but this is why they think, this is why their conclusions come out the way they, they do. They're all out of context. Why? That is the big question. Why is it all their conclusions are out of context? Well, it would only happen because you don't read it, right? Unless you have a better explanation, you know, hit, hit us up. Hit us up in our email. Let, let us know why. I, I have no idea. But it's all out of context. What you find is not what you think you you uh, you knew. So if someone ever finds this information, if someone like me years ago, I hope this helps you. It, I, this is a first part that I'll do, but I've got um, another second part to this and explaining a little more what it is. There's a lot more. I want, I want to show exactly what it is behind the curtain. So stick around. There's, there's more to come. And there's a couple experiences I have of what it was, things they told me that were completely unbiblical. Stick around. Let's take a look behind the curtain. Let's see what it is. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the next one.